Hello, and welcome to the Wednesday Word, Desert Springs weekly podcast where we take a deeper dive into the sermon that we heard on Sunday. I'm your host, Lydia Devereaux. I'm the children's ministry director here. And with me, I have Maria, who's one of the Sunday school teachers. Hi. (laughs) She's wonderful. And Chris. Hello. (laughs) Well, let's just dive right in to Pastor David's devotional. We'll stop along the way um, to answer some questions and have some conversation. And from wherever you're listening from, uh, if you can, we'd love you to leave a comment. Tell us what you think about these questions as we go. We start with scripture, and it's one that I'm sure you have heard before. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So Pastor David says, Last Sunday I preached about God. I talked about some of what God has revealed to us about who God is. During the sermon, I invited people to think about how they would complete the phrase, God is blank. So our first question is, how do you complete the phrase? I think for me, it's God is hope. Hope. Yeah, I always, mm. I always view hope as, uh, as w- the power of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Definitely. I think for, for me, I think it's my support. Mm. Mm. That's good. Yeah, I think um, he's gone through a lot of things in my life, but uh, definitely he's been my support through all of them. That's wonderful. Well, I asked, well, actually, Maria and all of the Sunday school teachers asked uh, our children this question in Sunday school, and uh, I wanted to share some of the kids' answers with you. So I have God is good, God is great, God is strong, wonderful, helpful, loving, God is an artist. God is colorful, free, true, healing, power, creator, teacher, courageous, shepherd, Lord, compassionate, father, creative, everything good and merciful. God is love. And these are all the kids that wrote this? These are the kids. These are great. They're on track. They're on track. (laughs) (laughs) They're so great. It's so wonderful to hear. They always surprise you. Right, right. (laughs) Definitely. They always surprise you. As I think about this question, I can come up with many ways to complete the phrase. You probably can too. In Genesis chapter 1, we hear that God is the creator and that God is all-powerful and good. In Genesis chapter 2, we hear that the all-powerful creator God chooses to draw near to us and to be involved in our lives in very real ways. Of course, this means that God not only reveals something of who God is to us in the Bible, but God also reveals God's self to us by drawing near to us through the Holy Spirit at work in our lives. What have you learned about God through your experiences? Well, that's a big question. 
one we can break down into smaller questions to help us think about who God is. So those smaller questions are, how have you seen God at work in our church lately? Have you experienced God at work in your life? And if so, how has, how has God been at work? What do these experiences tell us about God? These are really good questions. <laughs> um, and I think, I think if I can share um, just a few for all of them. Great. Um, when or how have you seen God at work in our church lately? I think just on last um, Easter Sunday, um, I got a feeling, and I don't know why, I just thought, you know, um, it, it was one of the older classes. Um, I think it was um, third or fourth grade. It was one mm-hmm. of the older kids. And I just got a feeling just in my heart to just ask them to pray. And I do not recall her name, but she raised her hand that she wanted to pray. And I said, okay, go ahead. And she said, I don't know how to pray. This will, this is going to mm-hmm. be my first time. Oh. And I was just like so amazed at just her, first of all, her um, boldness to raise her head right. and, and just in front of new kids and everyone and just wanting to pray. And then I said, just God is going to put something in your heart. So just go for it. And it was the most beautiful prayer that I've heard. Oh. It was like she had prayed for a very long time. Wow. So it was really beautiful. That's amazing. So that is one way that I saw God at work here at our church with our children. So it, that is awesome to see. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so for, wonderful. For me, I wanted to um, point out Raymond at the 11 o'clock service. Mm-hmm. He's been doing um, liturgy for us for a while. Yeah. And you can just see him growing getting more confident in his English because it's not his first language um, and just really powerful. Yeah. And then also Min, who was liturgist this week at the 930, was amazing. This was his first time. Um, he's been getting involved with the um, food distributions on Saturday, but it was great to see him in, you know, and step up in that role as well. And then Julia, you might have yeah. you know, Julia, but she's not someone new to the church, but taking on new responsibilities and just incredible to watch these people grow. Awesome. Yeah, she was on my list okay. of, of ways that <laughs> I've seen to, God, at church. <laughs> God at work in church. Um, yeah, I think I saw God at work in many different ways at the extravaganza. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the major ones was in Julia, the, the ways that she has grown and um, done things that made her uncomfortable and had so much courage and done it so well. Yeah. I've been, I'm just so proud of her. Definitely. Um, and the congregation showing up yeah. for the baskets that we put together for the auction baskets. Yes. I did not, not in my wildest dreams did I think we would have 40 baskets and that's that amazing. was just wonderful. And that's how we were able to raise $2,800 for I Ukraine. Got, I got two, by the way. Did you? <laughs> did you? Yes, I did. I had two. <laughs> yes. awesome. I mean, I put my name for a lot more, but I'm happy with two. <laughs> Two's good. <laughs> um, and then another uh, place that I see God at work is through the Resource Center. Um, yes. Who, who ran out of food at the extravaganza immediately and then jumped into action and got more because we had so many more people than we expected. But they have been feeding so many people through their food mm-hmm. distributions and with the pantry opening. Um, it's just so much good work that's that's been happening there. Definitely. Well, moving on, it says... To dive more deeply into the questions, let's look at the 23rd Psalm. The Psalm is attributed to King David, 
David answers the God is question by saying God is his shepherd. Throughout the psalm, David tells us ways he has experienced God as a shepherd. God leads him to green pastures, to still waters, and on the path of righteousness. God refreshes him and protects him and anoints him. Nothing in life or in death will separate him from his shepherd. God can lead us in lots of ways. Sometimes God opens a door for us that at just the right time, and sometimes God closes a door to us. Sometimes God brings people into our lives at just the right time. Sometimes God inspires us to go a different direction. Many of you know that I believe God led me to Desert Spring. So have there been times in your life when you believe God was leading you? If so, when or how? I feel like he's always leading me in some way. Um, I think in some of my you know, major decisions to leave uh, workplaces or move out of state, those are definitely part, um, you know, in, in part driven by that. But I, I feel like uh, it's more of like the little decisions every day that kind of of, of my leading as opposed to, you know, one particular yeah. led, led me to do X, Y or Z. Yeah. I agree with that, um, with the little things in life as well. I think I've gone through something similar just with work decisions and feeling that, okay, God is calling me to do this. Um, but I also, going back to the little the things that you were mentioning, um, just at work, I had a situation yesterday um, where it's you know, supposed to be my day off and mm. you know it's it's all okay but I just had a feeling of just calling um, this one of my, my co-workers that reports to me and just I don't know why I just felt like I needed to check up on her and I did and she was crying oh. and and I said you know hey like what's going on I just wanted to check up on you she did tell me that she was not feeling very well on Friday so that's the reason you know I had that feeling mm. of just hey check up on her and her husband was actually in the hospital. He had an accident, a pretty bad accident, and was at that moment in the hospital. Mm -hmm. And so um, she was just going through a lot. And at that point, I'm like, okay, well, God led me to check up on some someone, you know. And sometimes God speaks to us that way where we have that, that feeling, right? The Holy Spirit mm -hmm. kind of telling us, hey, let's do something. And I feel like God can really lead us in those in those moments too, even though they're not big decisions. Um, but it's, I think that's exactly where we as Christians can show others the true you know, love of, of Christ. So definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. It's like, it's like a little nudge mm -hmm. from God. That, like I, I, yes. Hey, just putting a little something in yeah. your heart to do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, d I have an example of a kind of bigger decision. Uh, I moved to Chicago in, 2017 um, with the intention of going to law school and um, studying human rights law and I was really passionate about it and pretty sure that that was the right route for me and the right path even though my whole life since I was three years old I wanted to be a teacher I wanted mm -hmm. to work with children it's what I've always done and um, when I got to Chicago I was looking for jobs related to the field that I wanted to go into, of course, while applying for law school. And I could not get a job. I 
everybody said there's so much opportunity in Chicago. And I saw that there were lots of jobs available, but there were also lots and lots of people (laughs) applying for those jobs. And so it's kind of deceiving. It's, yeah, there's a lot of opportunity, but there's also a lot of competition. And I could not for the life of me get a job in the field that I thought was the right field for me. And finally, I was like, well, I need a job. So let's go back to what I've always done. Let's apply for some jobs working with kids. And I ended up um, getting, even though this is not what I wanted to do at all, I was dragging my feet and God was leading me, even though I did not want to go. And uh, I ended up getting a job as a nanny for a family who ended up becoming a huge part of my life, the biggest blessing I could have asked for, especially in that time, um, and who kind of started the snowball of effect of of me returning to my calling, which is to work with children. And and it, I didn't want to to do that. I felt like that wasn't the right thing. And um, God led me through this family who was so wonderful to me um, to realize. Mm-hmm. And to put me back on the right path. So that's the way that I felt like God led me. And now I'm here working with children. So right. hooray. It, it worked. It worked. It worked out. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, life can bring with it great challenges. All of us can testify to many challenges we have faced. As you think about the challenges you have faced, can you see the hand of God who was with you in the challenge? Have there been times when God provided? Have there been times when God's grace helped see you through? <laughs> I, I'm laughing at this because it's it's yes, <laughs> definitely <laughs> multiple right. times, of course, right, <laughs> every day. Um, no, but seriously, from from my youth, um, if you if, if everyone was a church, you probably saw the video from me that I did about yes. having my son while I was in high school. And having my son when I was in high school, I mean, I faced a lot of challenges. I was born in a Christian family, but I hadn't experienced God myself. And that's truly life-changing when you have that experience for yourself. You can really testify, right, to to, uh, what God has done in your life, rather than just going to church on a regular basis just because your parents tell you to. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what we tend to do, right, as kids. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was doing. But I had my, my son, and went through a lot kids can be mean they can bully you they can say the bad things and make you feel really horrible about everything that you're doing and went through a really dark time and um you know I weighed out my options like in you know being very transparent I weighed out my options what was the best thing that I wanted to do at that point Mm -hmm. um, knowing that I was pregnant and still you know have two more years of high school um but then it started to, and thanks to my mom, we, we prayed a lot. My mom has been um, my mentor through all mm-hmm. of this. And, and she just started to to pray. And obviously, you know, looking at the bright side of things, that with God, everything is possible. And um, I, you know, had my, my son. I dropped out of high school, actually, through my whole pregnancy because of the things that people were saying. Right. I sure. couldn't handle that myself mentally. I just couldn't. And, um, but when I had him, I just, I looked at my baby and I just said, you know, what am I doing with my life? Like, mm-hmm. why am I listening to these negative people? I have God by myself. I, I can go back and I can do this. And I went back, 
talked to my counselor. I did two years in one. I graduated wow. in the same year that I was supposed to graduate. I then after that, I said, I'm going to go to college. I don't care. I'm going to do this. Started working two jobs. I put myself through college. Obviously, I had my parents help, which had been a true blessing while I was going to work. They were there to support me. Mm -hmm. And um, I was able to do that. Got my bachelor's. Um, and then from there, I'm just like, where where am I going to apply? Um, I'm I did business administration, mm. so manager roles, anything like that. And so I'm like, where am I going to apply? HR, manager, where do I start? I just didn't didn't know. And, you know, sometimes we're afraid of where we want to go, the mm -hmm. companies that we want to apply to. But I said, you know what? God opens door. Why not? I'm going to apply at big companies. And yeah. I did. And I was like, if it's for me, God will make a way. And if it's not for me, God is going to, you know, keep the, the door closed and then lead me in the right direction. Yeah. And I went for it. I applied to multiple uh, companies and God opened that door. A lot of people, including some people in my family, were like, oh, maybe you're not going to get it. You don't have a lot of experience. But right off the bat, God opened that door for me. And I've been able to just grow within ever since then. And I've been working for them for six years. So wow. I've been able to, to develop and build my career there. And through there, all of the doors for me to develop have been open, not because I've seeked it. It's just that the doors have opened. And that's my mentality is I'm not going to seek something that it's just me like i'm looking for this i just want this it's more of it if this is what god wants for me the door is gonna open easily it's gonna be smooth for me it's not gonna be something i'm gonna fight every single day because then i feel like it could be something that i'm wanting not that god doesn't want for me and there could be times that god opened doors where i'm just like asking for it and asking for it and god is gonna say well it's not what I want, but here it is. <laughs> and then I have to deal with the consequences. And, you know, that's why, like, for me, I'm, I like to, like, take things slow, go with the flow. If it's for me, it will be for me. And if not, it, it will not. And mm -hmm. that's how I've been just kind of going through my whole life story wow. here. But, that's, yes. Oh, my gosh. I admire you so much. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you for sharing yeah, all of, of that. That's, I mean, what a testimony. So yeah. much in that. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. from there, I mean, going back to my first conversation with you, helping mm. with the kids yeah. during this whole time. And I'm sorry, I'm going a lot into it, no, but no. I like Please sharing do. it. <laughs> Keep um, sharing. Yes, I love it. <laughs> um, but even because of that, right, having my, my son at a young age, really connected with the, the youth. Mm -hmm. um, and I was uh, I was asked to help with the kids. I was always helping with the little ones. But then from there, um, I was I was asked if I wanted to just volunteer with the youth and I said yes definitely I mean I have this experience that not everyone has I can relate to them and I know that kids that in the youth right they go through so many things and I said yes and then since then I was working with the youth working with the kids and then we transitioned we had a like, kind of like moment of um kind of because of work a lot of things going on personally and then um we came here to Desert Springs, been here um, for about six years, but then I wasn't really active in helping the kids. And and then just like three months ago, then again, this was, um, and I always ask God, God, if this is for me, please put a message out there. Hey, <laughs> there he goes. Mm -hmm. Hey, we need volunteers here. And I was like, okay, well, this is this is for me. And I feel God calling me back to the youth because of that testimony too that I that I have and the experience yeah. specifically with the with the youth. But yeah. You've been such a blessing to oh, our kids. Hopefully. You and your son. Yes. Really. You have been such a blessing to our kids. <laughs> Thank you. I and hope what so. <laughs> what a message of your own like resilience and 
perseverance and hard work and, (laughs) you know, just what a great message. It's through God that I'm able to do this. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all through him. If it wasn't for him, again, going, talking about the subject, like challenges, I don't think I would have been able to, to do it if God had not provided for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of touched on the support of your family. And I think that in my times of challenges, I think God has provided for me through community, through the support systems that I have. I am blessed to have an amazing family that's big (laughs) and that that supports me um always um and then you know the community that you find in church and the friendships that you that you create and um yeah I think that community can be such a blessing and I think that's the way that uh, God provides for me in times of challenge for all of us there can be times when we had to face a fear Life is full of changes, and some of the changes we need to make are a bit scary. King David makes a very powerful statement in verse 4. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil. With what God has revealed to you in your life, does your faith in God help you face fear? Yes. (laughs) I think um, directly it does, and uh, through prayer. And um, indirectly, it does um, because of the way that God has provided for me. I think that over the course of my life, it's transformed me to be a different person in general. Mm. And so both of those, you know. I I think for for myself, um, definitely... I, I mean, I think we we can be really honest, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think we we all have, I have dark moments in my life, even to this day, right? Yeah. Even though I've had yeah. my personal experience. And that's where sometimes knowing that I'm Christian, I feel like I, should, I shouldn't have those dark moments. I shouldn't, mm-hmm. right? I shouldn't be going through the darkest valleys anymore because I've already gone. I've learned. I know what God can do. But um, what we all face them, and I've had them, and I mm-hmm. keep having them, and it it can be a really hard time, and um, just obviously depending on each person's you know situations and dark moments. Yeah. Um, so definitely, God in the faith that I have in God has kept me going um, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can definitely say, you know, that my faith in God you know, helped me face fears, although sometimes I'm not as strong as I would like to be, but I think that's where God can use me still yeah. and, and show me something. Maybe he's teaching me something that I'm not seeing and maybe I won't see until years from now, but um, definitely it's it keeps me, it keeps me going and it helps me. Yeah. In, in those moments, yeah. That's a good perspective. This question made me think of two things that I've learned from my dad. The first, um, kind of going to what you said about feeling like you shouldn't have dark moments mm-hmm. because you already know that God, you know, yeah. you're already a Christian, right? Um, and that reminds me of, of what I've heard from my dad often when... Um, talking about why bad things happen to good people right Mm -hmm. why did why did God have to do this why did this have to happen to me and and it's not necessarily that God chose for this bad thing to happen to you Mm -hmm. right while he could have God wants good for us but the world Mm -hmm. doesn't work that way (laughs) yeah right and bad things do happen but 
God is with us through those bad things. And so, so it's not, the question is not why did God let this happen to me? But instead, how can I remember that God is, how can God comfort me That's, yeah. through the struggle? God will see me through mm-hmm. in whatever way it happens to be. And the second thing that it made me think of was just when I was younger, I remember, I remember thinking that, that our dad just was not afraid of anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think most people probably th- feel that way about their dads, right? Mm-hmm. They're just not afraid of anything. And I remember asking him about that. Why aren't you afraid of anything? Are you afraid of anything? And I remember his answer being, I don't need to be afraid because God is with me. Even when I face scary things, God is with me. Mm-hmm. So thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> the psalm ends with a powerful promise. The shepherd will be with us always. We will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I love this promise. You probably do as well. What does this promise tell us about God? That he will always be with you. Yeah. Yeah. That God will love us through it, whatever it is. Through those dark times, even mm-hmm. though you feel like you should already know. But mm-hmm. yes, it's always going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also important to, I mean, to know, right, that God is with us. But it does take our effort as well to be with him in the presence of him too, right? Yeah. Um, as I mean, we have to make time to be in that presence, um, you know, praying. And, you know, you mentioned, you know, faith through prayer. So, like, praying, um, taking the time to hear God speak to us, right? Reading the Bible. I think um, something that I was thinking of when we were reading the psalm and this just, you know, came up is that um, he says, your rod and staff, they comfort me. You know, this that's a shepherd, right? A shepherd has their rod and the staff um, for for their, their, the sheep, right? And the sheep feel, you know, comfortable with mm-hmm. when they have their, their shepherd. So for us, obviously, uh, God doesn't have a rod. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, they, he doesn't have a rod, but he, we don't have the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so I'm right. thinking it from that perspective, like the rod, it comforts sheep, just knowing that it's there. And I think yeah. for us... You know, just thinking about, you know, the Bible. The Bible is there for us, right? And so that that's where we get our comfort. Great visualization. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to remember yeah. that next time we teach Psalm 23. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. I think a relationship obviously requires work on both sides. Yeah. And we want to be in, in relationship with God, which requires mm-hmm. action on our part, too. Yeah. Definitely. We can't just sit around waiting for God to provide for us if because he's always going to be there. there. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, there is no limit to God's love for us. Amen. Amen to that. (laughs) I'd like to close us in prayer. Dear God, shepherd, artist, teacher, healer, power, creator, father, Thank you for all that you are. I pray that we all remember that you are with us always through whatever life may bring. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.